The 477th edition of the MMA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. Howdy, hello to Jen Reno. So welcome to the MMA Gambling Podcast, the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, episode 477. Uh, I'll dedicate it to, we mentioned this man on our last episode, the man who predicted Calder from Katsistan was going to win it. You know, our favorite is A1 Combat. Uh, I was going to uh, dedicate it to you, and then I saw your name was super long. So I'll just uh, call you All Mass, because that's that's what, what your name starts with, and the rest of it's like the rest of the alphabet. So this goes out to All Mass on YouTube for uh, calling out Gumby for being wrong in advance. Um, Gumby's not going to be wrong today, though. No, sirree, Bob. This is our second half of Horizon 45 fight card. I, I don't think I set it up properly. Oh, maybe I did last time. I told you it was uh, New Year's Eve. So, yeah, New Year's Eve coming up. 1 a.m. Eastern leading into uh, New Year's Eve. So we got you the five fights that Gumby picked um, for part one. And now Gumby's picked the uh, top five fights for part two of the episode. Um, and he's going to have fun with the first fight. We're going to break down. He's uh, he thinks it's a silly <laughs> fight. So let's bring him in. Let's bring in that silly man himself. Gumby Vreeland. Hello. It is a silly fight. Uh, I will say there's <laughs> not a, you know, there's not a lot of silly fights on this card. Um, Cause sometimes Japan likes to have, uh, especially mm-hmm. rising at the end of the year, likes to have some silly ones. And they've, they've got a couple of like debuting fighters fighting people who aren't debuting. And, you know, some guys with like two or three fights. And, you know, we talked about that, like super wrestler versus kickboxer fight on yesterday's show. If you guys didn't catch it yet, go back and listen to Wednesday's Wednesday's show where we break down uh, some prelims, but like all those fights, I think like have something interesting that you could say like, Ooh, maybe Uh, not in this one. Uh, This, this first fight that we are going to break down, might be the most cut and dry fight we've ever broken down to me. Um, really? Cause you're going to, cause you're going to say what, like what is he going to leave with 25 years, her junior. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. Yep. It's, it's Oh, an, I hope it's an insane sentence. Hope this one blows up in your face. It'll be really funny <laughs> if it does. If this one blows up in my face, yeah, I don't have something I'm going to say after that. That's crazy. <laughs> that I'm going to like eat a, eat a shoe or something like that. But that's, yes, exactly, uh, yes. it's like, it's like one of those things, you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> for sure. So yesterday's episode, we covered a bunch of UFC veterans, uh, Bellator veterans, Olympic silver medalists, sumo wrestlers, fat ninjas. We had everything <laughs> on yesterday's show. So if you haven't listened already, make sure you get in there and we explain Gum- what Gumby's hat is that he's wearing too. We won't do that again. You have to listen to yesterday's episode. So what, what are we covering today? We're covering uh, a, a, a huge squash match to begin things. But then there's, um, like Gumby said, not too many funny fights. Uh, we got a former KSW champ. We got a bunch of, uh, bunch of other champs in Ryzen, multiple regional championships, Bellator champions, um, UFC fighters, former UFC fighters. So yeah, we, we got a whole bunch of fun fights coming up on this fight card. So of course we were talking about Ryzen 45, uh, which is going down New Year's Eve, Sunday, the December the 31st, 1 a.m. Eastern on the East Coast. It's UFC, UFs, excuse me, US is broadcast on Fight TV. 
Uh, it's in the Satama Super Arena in Satama, Japan. I didn't say any of that stuff yesterday's episode, so lucky you didn't listen yesterday if you didn't. So let's start. Let's get the funny fight out of the way. It's an atom weight fight. It's three five-minute rounds. Saika Izawa uh, from Japan versus Miyu Yamamoto from Japan as well. Um, I'll tell you about Miyu Yamamoto. Fighting Queen B is the name. She's six and seven. She's been knocked out twice, submitted four times. So uh, she owes us some rounds there. She's never finished anyone, I believe. Is that correct? Were all her wins via... Sounds I got I to gotta double check really, that. It sounds right. <laughs> it seems wild. Yep, she's never finished anyone, but she has won six fights. Um, all right, what else can I tell you about Ms. Yamamoto? Um, all her fights have taken place in Ryzen. She's lost three straight and only won one of her last five. <laughs> uh, are you chuckling? You are chuckling. Yeah. Um, let's see. What else? Uh, she's not won since December of 2019. This is her retirement belt. She's a multi-time world championship wrestler, though. You can't can't scoff at that. Uh, she's Kid Yam, the, the the late Kid Yamamoto's older sister. Uh, you can't scoff at that as well. Um, and she's the first fighter we have covered who is older than me. Um, a few years older than me, but older than me nonetheless. Plus 500. That's probably a low number for her. Uh, Izawa, Supernova, 11-0. Oops. Uh, one knockout, five submissions. 6-0 Ryzen and is the champion uh, of this weight class, right? This is just a non-title fight? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Two straight wins via submission. Used to fight up at uh, Strawweight. Uh, regional champion, pro grappler. 23 years younger than Yamamoto. An inch taller, minus 1,000. 20, 23 years younger. Look, it, in, it, it's more than just 23 years younger, too, right? Like, I'm not just here being like, don't pick the 48-year-old to win. 49 year old to win whatever she is it's it's not just that it's also like if you look at yamamoto she, she's a lot like kid was like her brother was in that the the weakness was always the grappling you know like it, whether or not you she's got wrestling world championships behind her or not watch any of her recent fights she gets taken down like a feather you know like she, she just falls right over Anytime anybody shoots a takedown or catches her kicks or whatever it might be, she winds up on her back and she's up against Izawa, who is an absolute beast when it comes to scrambling. Like she just does not accept bad positions. She does a great job of chaining her wrestling together. She goes from that body lock to a single, to a double. You know, like she uses so many different versions of takedowns. She's got great submission skills. Yamamoto's been subbed four times. So we got somebody who's like a wizard on the mat and loves subbing people against somebody who's been subbed a bunch of times. Um, and that's that's putting aside the fact that I think Azawa could knock her cold too. I've seen Azawa put people – well, I mean, go back and watch the, the ninja choke she got in her last fight where she just dropped the woman afterwards after choking her all the way out. She, she can put you out a number of different ways, and it's just going to be about when she wants to put Yamamoto out of her misery because this fight is ending whenever she wants it to. Harsh, Gumby. Harsh. Uh, how sure of this are you? I think it should be. I think negative a thousand should be is <laughs> disgraceful. It could be twice as high as that. Uh, I guess there's no chance of shenanigans going on when you have a perfect record on the line. I, I mean, like the the thing is, is like you might be like, okay, she's got she's got the name behind her. It's a retirement fight, but they don't want Yamamoto to win either. Right. Like even if this does go to the judges scorecards and you're like, Oh, maybe some hanky panky will happen here. And Yamamoto will come out with weird scorecards. No, they want Azawa to win. She's 26 years old. She's 11 and zero. she's the best Adam weight in the world. Why would they not want to boast the hell out of that and like hype her up instead? Like 
there, there's nothing about a, any part of this fight that seems to lean in Yamamoto's favor. Yeah. All right. There you go. There you go. There's your first pick. Um, Gumby's Gumby's no fun. He's taking the the big favorite here. All right. Uh, before we move on, I think I should tell you about our friends over at Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy has a way to play alongside your favorite fantasy players all season long. NFL, NBA, NHL, college basketball, college football, MMA. They have it all over at Underdog Fantasy. Simply pick higher or lower on your favorite players' fantasy stats and cash in. Gumby, do you have a play for the people? Yeah, I like uh, on Sunday the uh, the Rams are playing the Giants. Uh, the Giants been giving up some passing yards as of late, so I'll take uh, Pukunakua's uh, higher than on his receiving yards. I believe it's listed at seventy and a half. He should go for at least seventy one. All right, there you go. At least seventy one. Gumby, lock it in because uh, Gumby said so. So watch along. Make your picks and maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website underdogfantasy.com. And when you sign up with the promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit of up to 100 bucks. It's Underdog Fantasy promo code SGPN. All right, let's move on to a more competitive bout, at least on paper. Uh, on the men's side, three five-minute rounds at Featherweight. Ren Hiramoto from Japan versus Ren Sujiyama from Japan as well. The battle of the Ren Sujiyama goes by Yaman instead, though. Um, he is 1-0 with one knockout. That fight took place in Ryzen. Uh, 14 and 4 in kickboxing, the champion in that realm. He's at plus 130. Hiromoto, 2 and 3 with one. He's been knocked out once. He's not finished anyone himself. All those fights have taken place in Ryzen. He's won two of his last three, though, but he did lose his last fight. He went 11 and 4 as a kickboxer. He also did some pro boxing. Two years younger than Yaman. He's at minus 175. So despite Hiromoto being from a kickboxing background, he actually seems to lean on like body locks and clinch work against the cage far more than I would expect him to. He, he seems to have fallen in love with the ability to grapple. Uh, so coming from a, and, and maybe it's just because they keep putting him against kickboxers like Yaman, like, right? Like it's, if it winds up being a kickboxer versus kickboxer fight and he's got a little bit of grappling and a little bit of wrestling, like that might feel where like he's got the biggest advantage there. Um, and I think he does have a bigger advantage there here, but I don't think it's going to play in his favor. Cause I actually think Yamin does enough here to scramble and get back to his feet and, and defend takedowns in the little I've seen of Yamin in grappling exchanges. He digs for underhooks really well and, and stops the takedowns. So even if Hiromoto is going to, you know, the, the reason that's going to work extra good against Hiromoto, Hiromoto, not much of a double leg, single leg guy. He's much more of a clinch body lock up against the cage. Look for trips kind of guy. Um, and so if Yaman digs for the underhooks, like I think he's going to, they'll probably separate and, and wind up throwing more. I think Yaman's a little bit sharper on the feet. I think he's a little bit faster on the feet. I think, uh, I like the way he goes to the low leg kick and especially against the guy who doesn't have a double leg takedown all that much. I think that that's even, you know, it's a safe play. It keeps him at more distance, makes it so that he doesn't wind up in the clinch looking for those body lock takedowns. Um, so like, uh, and, and then when I saw it come in at dog money, cause I kind of thought this was going to be a pick em. Um, when I saw him, yeah, man, come in as a, you know, a, a decent size underdog, right? Like that, that's nothing to scoff at. Um, decent size underdog. It made me like him even more there. So yeah, I'm, I'm going to go. Yeah, man here. All right. Yeah, man. AKA Sujiyama on your betting slips more than likely is the pick here. Fantastic. We got ourselves our first dog of the day. All right. Let's move up. Same weight class. Up the card, uh, three five hundred rounds at featherweight. Kleber Quake is a Quakey Quake Herbst. Oh, we debated this so hard last time. We did, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> 
So, so I don't remember. I don't remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, somebody, somebody K-K-E. said I'm forgetting it right. <laughs> yes, KKE from Japan versus Yutaka Saito from Japan as well. In the featherweight belt, uh, Saito is 21-7-2. Five knockouts, two submissions. He's been knocked out once. Four and three in Ryzen. One and three of his last four. Did win his last fight. Uh, 2011 was his pro MMA debut, plus 275. Herbst, 31-7-1 with one no contest. Two knockouts, 27 submissions. He's been submitted one time, so very durable fighter here. It's what? He's had 40 fights or 41 fights, and he's only been stopped once. Um, 40, excuse me. This will be fight 41 coming up. Uh, 6-1 and one with one no contest in Ryzen. Used to be the champion. I believe he lost his belt because he missed weight. So he wasn't beaten for the belt. He missed weight and got stripped. Uh, he's gone 0-2 with one no contest over his last three. As I mentioned, he did miss weight before. He went 0-1 in Bellator. Was a KSW champion. Used to fight at lightweight and welterweight. 2008 Pro MMA debut. Two years younger, two inches taller than Saito, minus 400. Do you know who he lost that KSW title to? Mm, no. Matthews Gamrot. Uh, hey, I know that guy, the yeah. gamer. Yeah, and that was a kind of a sick fight too because uh, the thing about that fight, and this is going to tell you all you need to know about Kleber Herbst, like Gamrot, he Herbst kept going to his back and Gamrot did not want to be on top of him. Uh, and when you think about what you've seen from Gamera in the UFC and knowing that this dude did not want to be on the ground with Kleber Herbs, like that tells you what level of jujitsu skills we're talking about here, right? Like he was, he felt unsafe in, on top in a UF or in a MMA fight, which is just insane to think about for Gamera. Um, you know, I think that's never his style. He just loves to tangle on the mat. I mean, he, he wanted to tangle on the mat with, with uh, Armin Sarukian. So like, to not want to do it with herbs says so much about herbs game. I will say the thing that's always kind of bothered me about herbs and, and made me not really trust him as a, you know, as a champion or, you know, I guess he's not a prospect anymore, but as whatever he is, I've never really liked his wrestling. I don't like that. He spends a lot of time pulling to guard. I don't like that. He falls a lot. I don't look with the, you know, like it would be nice if we saw this guy try to develop, some real wrestling here to, to back up the, the nasty jujitsu in his game, something just to get it down. And, and he doesn't seem to do that. He, he seems to fall back to guard. Now the difference maker here is against Yutaka uh, Saito is I don't think Saito is the type of guy who's going to stay away from the grappling all that well. Um, Saito himself in his last fight, uh, you know, like fell to his own back uh he's the type of guy who rushes forward and just wants to clinch really badly I, I think there's a lot of things about Saito that just plays right into Herb's hands and the other thing is he just looks unsure when he is in striking exchanges so while I don't like Herb's wrestling all the time I think Saito is going to bring enough of the grappling to him for him to win and even if he doesn't bring the grappling to him I think Herb's can beat him on the feet so uh yeah, even even at the numbers they're at, I'm not super interested in the underdog here. So give me Kleber Herbst. All right, Kleber Herbst is the pick. All right, co-main event time. A couple of names the MMA fans probably are quite um, quite familiar with. It was for the Ryzen Bantamweight Championship, Juan Archuleta versus Kai Asakara. And this is three, five hundred rounds at a bantamweight. They don't do five rounds there for title fights. Um, all right. Asakura, 
20 and 4, so 20 4, 12 knockouts, three submissions. He's been knocked out three times. 12 and 3 in Ryzen, used to be the champion of this weight class in Ryzen. He's gone 4 and 1 over his last five, including winning his last fight via knockout. Was regional champion at 2012 Pro MMA debut. Six years younger than Archuleta, an inch taller, minus 118. We got ourselves a pick him. Archuleta, the Spaniard, 29 and 4, 11 knockouts, one submission. He's been knocked out once, submitted once. 2 and 0 in Ryzen, and the champion of the world. He's won four straight. Before that, he lost two straight. He went nine and three in Bellator and was the champion there as well. And he also has multiple regional championships on his mantle. Correct. Get shirt. Sportsgamblingpockets.com slash store. The man has a lot of stuff on his mantle. Um, used to fight at featherweight and lightweight. 2013 Pro MMA debut. Minus 118 for him. So we got ourselves a good old-fashioned pick here, Gumby. Go ahead. Yeah. And so, I, I you know, I kind of kind of saw this line coming this way, especially because uh, – Know, people have been high on Archuleta. We've seen Caius Cara do uh, some pretty pretty nasty things in his career so far. What I did was I went back and I watched a couple of the Juan Archuleta fights because, you know, the, the book's kind of out on him. You know, he does a really great job of getting to your back and, and sort of making you suffer there. His boxing's pretty good. He's really aggressive. But I went back and I watched that fight with uh, Nako Inouye, uh, or Naoki Inouye who you might remember from being in the UFC and they released him way too early. He's really, really good prospect, really super young, just didn't really have a chance to get his feet underneath him. Uh, and so I rewatched this fight with Inouye and cause he had a lot of problems early in that fight. And the problems were pretty simple at the end of the day. Number one, and being the biggest problem about Juan Archuleta and the thing that he has the most issues with, it, it's definitely the jab. When, when you can sort of keep him at bay with a jab, like a stiff jab, anytime he tries to step in with too much aggression and you hit him with that and then move away, he fires like two or three times anyway, even though he's not hitting most of the time. Um, and, and Inouye did that so well that actually at one point, if you go back and watch that fight, Inouye pops him with a jab. He gets a little over aggressive. Inouye drops him. Uh, and Inouye is never kind of a guy known for his power. You know, in a way, was kind of always a guy where you're like, oh, that dude's got sick jujitsu, and you know, he's kind of long and lanky, which is going to make him tricky for some people. And his wrestling isn't bad, and that's kind of still what he is. But in this fight, he dropped Archuleta with a big, big straight shot. And for me, when you think about what Asukura is, Asukura, uh, he's not quite as long as in a way, but he does use his jab really well. Um, when he's choosing to use his jab, he can stick you with that plenty of times. And I think if, if, you know, if this situation were to repeat itself, right, as he were to frustrate Archuleta with the jab, I think he, when he follows up with the strike after Archuleta leaves himself open, it's over, right? Like, in, if Inouye dropped you, Asakura is going to finish you. Uh, and I think that's the big difference there. The only thing that does give me hesitation, I do worry about how good Asakura's takedown defense is. Obviously, he has that loss back in his record to Ogi Kubo. Um, and, and I said, you know, Ogi Kubo is kind of just a guy who, if you let him be gritty, he will outgrit you in a fight and win. And, you know, like that's that's kind of what he did in that fight. Um, but but Asukara, I think, has gotten better in his last two fights. Uh, he looked like his, his takedown defense was improved. I, I believe it was against Matoya that I watched him in that one, um, where it looked like he's doing more to make sure he keeps his feet. Obviously, Archuleta is a step up, but I think as long as he pumps that jab, those takedowns are going to be hard to come by, and uh, I think the big shot is going to be there. All right, so Asakara is the pick in the 
pick them a fight in our co-main event. All right, we're going to get to the main event after I tell you about Hall of Fame. Bets. You win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay idea in the Hall of Fame Bets revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame Bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. All right, to the main event we go. It's not a, a bunch of a uh, couple of freaky heavyweights. No, we, we got some small guys headlining uh, the New Year's Eve card in Japan this year. It's for the Ryzen Flyweight Championship, Kyoji Horiguchi versus Makoto Shinru. And this is both Japanese fighters, and this is three five-minute rounds at Flyweight. Shinru is 16-1-1 with four submissions. He's never been finished in a fight. He owes us some finishes here. He's 3-0 on Ryzen. 10-0 with one no contest over his last 11 fights. He, last fight was a no contest against this very same man, Horiguchi. Uh, he's not, uh, Shinru Ru has not lost a fight since April of 2018. He's got multiple regional championships on his. Mantle. Correct. Sure. Sportsgamingpodcast.com slash store. Um, 1-0 with one no contest in Bellator. He used to fight at Bantamweight. He's a pro grappler. 10 years earlier than Horiguchi plus 250. Horiguchi is now known as the Typhoon. 31 and 5, 15 knockouts, four submissions. He's been knocked out twice, submitted once, 11 and 1 in Ryzen. He has been the Bantamweight champion twice in Ryzen. This is for the vacant uh, Flyweight Championship, I believe. That makes brand, sense. Brand right. new. Brand brand new Flyweight. Oh, yes, that's right. This is a brand new, correct, brand new championship. He's gone 2 0 with one no contest over his last three. He went 2 2 with one no contest in Bellator. He was the Bantamweight champion there as well. Also a regional champion. He went 7-1 in the UFC. He should still be in the UFC, but sadly he is not. A 2010 Pro MMA debut. Own one is a pro kickboxer. An inch taller than Shin Ryu, and he's at minus 350. Yeah, and I've seen a lot of people comment on the, the disrespect of Shin Ryu and, and thinking that, you know, Shin Ryu is being undervalued here. 16-1-1, one one, as you rattled off, you know, incredible stats. As of late, you know, when you take the, the eye poke no contest out of there, he's, you know, won 10 in a row. Uh and I think he is good. Here's the problem with why I don't think he can beat Horiguchi, and I actually don't see all that much value on this line here. He's risky. When you, when you look at a prospect who's as young as he is and has had as much success as he is, I think a little bit of him thinks he's invincible. Um, in, in kind of the way that like Sean O'Malley did up until that first Cheeto Vera fight. You remember that Cheeto Vera fight? The one that he won, out? you mean? He definitely did not win the that fight. The fight he won, right? Um, <laughs> but, but like, I, I mean, like at one point in time, Sean O'Malley broke his foot in a fight and won it anyway. Um, like he couldn't stand on it and he still won that fight anyway. And he had like an air of invincibility about him. And I think Shinryu has kind of the same thing going because when you watch him in exchanges, I- I've seen him have striking exchanges where he does very smart things defensively where he moves his head off the center line, he bobs, he strikes to the body. You know, like he does all the things you'd expect like a high-level striker to do because I think he's a high-level striker. And then there are times where he will go in and throw arm hooks while the, his opponent throws arm hooks back and forth with him in hope that he scores the first one because he thinks he's invincible. And you see the same thing sometimes when he's grappling too. 
Like he's one of those guys who will jump to the back despite not having hooks in and kind of get his weight too high and fall off the top and need to fall for an arm bar. He's just overly risky. He will try, you know, if he thinks he's got a takedown, he'll shoot it from too far away. Um, you know, I've seen him use like sacrifice throws almost in, in his takedowns and wind up hipping over and being in the right position. Like to his credit, it hasn't cost him yet. But I just think against a veteran like Kyoji Horiguchi, a guy who has done seemingly everything right except for take one mean ass right hand from Kai Asakara. I, I just don't see Shinryu being the one to like, you know, land that perfect shot to do the thing against the guy who is technically proficient in literally everything he does, right? Horiguchi doesn't look bad doing anything. He defends takedowns well. He mixes in his own grappling well. I mean, like, if you look at his losses, it's pretty much just getting caught with something something crazy. And and I know some people are like, hey, maybe that's Shinryu. I think he's too technical here. Because, uh, you know, the guys who are catching him, Asakura, more technical, bigger, stronger. Sergio Pettis was getting worked for three rounds before he landed that crazy was it a spinning back fist that that knocked him out yeah like yeah like i i just don't think shinryu has got that in him i think horiguchi is just going to do all of the technical stuff right here and and pick him apart all right there you go no fun gummy's not much fun this episode is he uh taking all all the phase pretty much all right let's recap we got horiguchi uh it's a big favorite Asakura as they pick them. So that's, that's some value there. Uh, Herbs as a big favorite. Uh, Sujiyama, a.k.a. Yaman, as a, as a decent-sized dog. And then uh, Izawa as a very big favorite <laughs> is what we got for you. All right. Um, enjoy the fights. Come talk in the Discord with us. I'm sure people will be watching Ryzen come uh, the 31st. So that, that would be sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord is where you can find us. You can also find us on Twitter. Gummy runs the Twitter account. is SGPN MMA. He's also at Gummy Vreeland. I'm a Jeff Fox writer there. And on uh, Instagram, you can subscribe and check out my Substack, moneymma.substack.com. Check out Gumby's Top Turtle MMA podcast. We'll be back up and running next week for you. And all good things in the MMA and sports gambling sphere, you can get at sportsgamblingpodcast.com. And the uh, Patreon, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. We're going to come back when, Gumby? We're um, back on Sunday. On Sunday, New Year's Eve, we're going to do a state of the UFC kind of recap prediction for each weight class on Sunday, Monday. Right? Is that the plan? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll we'll yeah, hit you guys. We'll hit you guys with some future odds and bets, uh, including some some real juicy ones. And, and we'll see how we did with our predictions this past year. I don't think we did pretty very good, but we'll see. <laughs> All right, Gumby, get us out of here. All right, I'm Dana Gumby Freeland. He's the Killer Queen, B. Jeff Fox, and we will see you on Sunday.